1: This episode of the A List podcast is brought to you by betonline.ag, indeed.com, and Rocket Money. Welcome into the A List podcast. I'm Quani Lunich joined with Gary Washburn. Sherrod is too busy for us today, but it's okay. We'll get All through right. it. <laughs> I don't know how we'll manage, but I think we will. <laughs> how are
0: you, Gary? I'm good, good. Quani, how are you? Uh, I'm it's doing a well cold out there, but uh, winners here. And It's arrived. Fortunately, apparently Saturday it's going to be a low of negative two. So get mm-hmm. ready, folks.
1: Yeah, if you're uh, in New England, you're going to need. Highest sixteen,
0: highest sixteen, low at negative two. So, Why do we live here? I don't know. Sometimes I wonder. I wonder. Um, <laughs> but yeah, everything is everything is good. Everything is good on my side.
1: All right, let's get into these Celtics because, of course, that's what people are here to talk about. So they did fall to the Knicks, and then. I remember someone on Twitter mentioned how if they could beat the Lakers, then all would be forgiven before that they lost the heat and the magic before then. So the Lakers game, let's just be right into it. What were your thoughts on how they secured that win?
0: Wow. I mean, obviously the officiating is the main story coming up from that game. And I think it, it is the main story. It was not a good night for the officials on either side. There was a lot of controversial calls, especially obviously the one against LeBron or Jason Tatum, did hit him on the forearm. Yeah. It was a legit foul. A two had free had it, <laughs> yeah, it was It was a lot. But yeah, and then LeBron went on his tantrum. I mean. Dude, that, that, give him an Oscar though. Can we? That was. That was that I, I was impressed. I was impressed. It was like all the faces of grief. From, you know, anger, <laughs> depression, you know. Acceptance uh, eventually. Acceptance. Like, when he just kind of got on his knees, he accepted the fate. <laughs> Like you know, I mean, it was it was brilliant. I mean, that's one of LeBron's. I mean, obviously LeBron has has had a lot of memes. Um, obviously, the one from the game one of the finals in two thousand eighteen when Jr. Smith that's still number to, one forgot the score. He was like, "Bro, like there's the basket. Where the hell are you at?" <laughs> like, like that was that's probably the most famous one. But there's mm-hmm. a lot of memes that come out of out of this one. So. Uh, kudos to lebron for being a mean master uh, right a, king. a yeah. mean king i i i give him props i mean he got fouled you know it was interesting after the game the kind of like um i don't get the calls i deserve and mm-hmm. you know is there a case like i looked it up he's 20th in the league in free throw attempts mm-hmm. so and you know I want to say what, third, I mean, fifth or sixth in the league in scoring. So, you know, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't match. And obviously he's getting the Shaq treatment. He's big and strong. So people don't, you know, but now on that one, he had a legitimate gripe. Yeah. yeah. Um, But it was not a well-officiated game. Uh, I thought the flagrant on Malcolm Brogdon was kind of, you know, not a good call Uh, even though because kind of Russ kind of, it was after the collision that Russ kind of crashed into like a photographer, and that made it even worse. But, you know, if you're the Celtics, you just kind of keep it moving. You won the game. Um, I thought that they did some good things. The Lakers are a good defensive team. Um, they're not a good offensive team in terms of shooting, but Darby when they want. And one thing that stood out, Kwani was even LeBron said, like, it was one of our better games of the year. And, you know, you can use it as a cliche or an excuse or however you want and think it's BS, but, like, teams are playing their best. not so it's not, it not the first opposing player or coach to say that, to say, like, we played one of our better – now, is that just the stuff that's not playing good in this other team? But, but they're getting other teams' best shots. I'll say that. And so that was one of those things where the Lakers thought they played one of the better games – Pat Bev with the threes and we can get on the camera thing later. Um, but Pat Bev with the threes, uh, you know, I mean, Dennis Schroeder was, had, it was a kind of his comeback game and he wanted to show the Celtics they made a mistake by just kind of dumping them, dumping them, even though they, you know, the team kind of took off after he left, all that stuff. But I think if it was the Celtics, you don't worry about the officiating. You worry about how you can get better and you worry about getting another W because teams in the East are starting to catch up. Philadelphia, although they lost last night to to Orlando, Milwaukee, Brooklyn, who they got on Wednesday. So you you take the win and you keep it moving and you get better. So I thought it was a good win for them. It wasn't necessarily fair, but life ain't fair.
1: What'd and look we clown we clown LeBron and his his Oscar worthy performance. But I think the the good part about this, it shows that. Despite the season that the Lakers have been having, like you mentioned, the the Celtics are a team to be reckoned with at this point. And I think the L.A. realized it. they wanted to play their best basketball. And that just goes to show the passion for the game. When you look at it at its score, that's really what it came down to, despite, again, the memes that we got out of it. So I just love that they were, were able to play up to the Celtics as an opponent, even though I think the odds were a lot of people thought that the Lakers would have taken this one away and they could have. Quite easily taking that one.
0: Yeah, they played well. I mean, the Lakers are a team. I mean, I was watching the last night's game mm-hmm. when they played uh, the Nets, and they didn't have LeBron and AD, and they played well for stretches, and they just kind of fell apart at the toward the end. But they actually led by eight points in the third quarter without their two main guys. So they have stretches. I just thought they played a very and the Celtics offensively were not very good. Um, they were they were a little bit. Uh, just choppy at times on the offensive side of the ball. And then the Lakers hit a lot of threes. LeBron hit comes a couple of key threes, Pat Mm -hmm. Bev, AD hit a three, I believe. Um, You know, so I just thought the lake, I mean, if you look at the Lakers roster, Kwani, like they've got talent. I mean, they do. That's the thing. It's not like like, they, they, they're not a good team. They're below 500, but if you look at, okay, LeBron, obviously Mm -hmm. top two player of all time. And you'd argue he's top, all time, AD, uh, top seventy-five guy. You know, Russell Westbrook, very extremely flawed now, but still a, a dude who, when he gets going and he gets to the rim, very dangerous player. Dennis Schroeder, Patrick Beverly, and then you got guys like Lonnie Walker, uh, Lonnie Walker the fourth, then Rui Hachimura. Like you're like, okay, there's no guy in that team. You're like, oh, that dude's terrible. Like, why is he out there? Like, like I looked at their rim roster, and I'm like. Like they should be have more wins. Like
1: and yet they're thirteenth in the West. That's the yes, thing. That's, I don't like get if the, that. If the season ended today, they were not in the playoffs. At I the don't NFL. get
0: that because they have. I'm not talking about they're a great team, but they have enough talent as much, they have as much talent as Minnesota. They have as, much, as mm-hmm. much talent as Dallas. You know what I'm saying? Like you look at their roster, and something don't make sense because I said mm-hmm. Schroeder a good player. Thomas Bryant, you know, a, a decent player. Uh, in his own right. Like, they've got guys you're like, okay, where's the real super drop-off? You know, Austin is hurt. He's a pretty good player. You know, like, you're looking, and so, I just think they played one of their better games. They came to play, and you knew, Quan, he was sold out house Saturday night ESPN-ABC game. Right. So, you know, it was, they knew they were in the spotlight. The Lakers were not going to play badly. We'll see what happens in a couple of hours when they play the Knicks on TNT with LeBron is you know has I think he hasn't played an MSG since 2020. I want to say something like that. Oh, and or something like So I think yeah. I heard that, that he hasn't yeah. played MSG in a minute. Him approaching the scoring record, he's gonna try to drop 50 on him in so the we'll garden. And then obviously his first game since the whole like the officiating, the officials are against me. So let's see how many free throws he gets. But I, I couldn't. I can't figure the Lakers out. Like I, I said, I think Darvin hands a good coach. I think they're in good hands. You know, I'm from Los Angeles. I grew up five minutes from the forum. So I have a lot of friends who are Laker fans. I think the team is in good hands in the future in terms of the coaching. Now, but I don't get why they don't do more with the talent they have. Because I look at the like Lonnie Walker would be very good addition for the Celtics. Like that's a guy Athletic can defend, get to the basket. Like he's not a bad player. You know, um, he would be a good player. You look at the, like these guys playing the Celtics. And besides, you know, most of them could and, and get minutes, even Westbrook. And, you know, Westbrook's Westbrook's doing too much. I mean, he was not good offensively the other night, but just his assists, his ability to push the ball up for it. So, uh, you know, Celtic fans, it could be worse. You could be a, Lo- you could be a Los Angeles and you could be a you Laker could. fan. And thinking that this is our year, and then you look, and it's like, not quite. What are we
1: doing? Yeah. I just looked up your point. 2020 was the last time that LeBron reportedly played at Madison Square Garden. That should be pretty interesting. I do want to talk about scoring in that game. You mentioned LeBron had 41-9, and close to a double-double. But on the Celtics side, Tatum wasn't that guy. It was Jalen Brown, 39-9, and 37-9, and I believe. So what do you think made him stand out in this game? I
0: thought he was just aggressive. He got to the basket. He got uh, to his spots. I think the key for Jalen is scoring where it, where he's comfortable. Don't do, not doing not doing too much, right? And I, you know, thirty seven points, twelve or twenty three. He was not good for the three point line, two for nine. But he got to the rim and he got his spots. He got to the free throw line eleven times, two twenty. That's good. Jalen's not a heavy volume free throw guy. Um, and obviously he's got to hit those free throws hence, uh, the, the mixed game, but you know, he got to the free throw line 11 times and he made nine and he made a good, obviously the key free throw to tie the game late and over time before the LeBron, uh, you know, I got foul play, um, <laughs> you know, but I just thought they, the Lakers didn't have anybody who could really batch up and guard him, you know, uh, and Tatum, I thought well, Tatum was, you know, took a lot of shots to. Eight for 25, three for 10, got to the free throw line, 11 boards, six turnovers. Not a good Tatum night, obviously, okay. uh, but he was still a plus three and still had 30 points and took 25 shots. Well, I thought Jalen was the reason that they won. And then Brogdon, 26 points off the bench is exactly what you wanted from Malcolm Brogdon. Plus 11, you know, six boards, four assists, two steals, one block. You know, he played 39 minutes. He only had two turnovers. Turnovers has kind of been his bugaboo at times, but he stayed away from that. So, if I'm, uh, I, I thought it was a complete performance by the two guy Brown and Brogden were the reasons that they won. You know, I thought other guys helped out, did their thing. Grant Grant Williams nine boards. Uh, you know, Derek White 14 points, but I thought you know Brogden a good night for him. 39 big minutes. You know, because uh, as Missoula said, he decided to match up with the Lakers and kind of go with um go with you know a small lineup against that their lineup, and I, it eventually worked. Um, and kind of you know and and, uh, and went less with the bench. You know, six minutes for Pritchard, five for Hauser. You know, but I, I think that it was a complete solid offensive performance by them. I'm sorry, it struggled at times, but. 13 for 40 from three. But I thought those two guys, Brown and Brogdon, carried them the victory. And Brown, I think it was a good bounce back. Obviously, we talked about, you know, we didn't talk about it, but we saw it the next game and, and, you know, a chance to, to seal a game that they probably should have lost early, but they came back and rallied. And then they should have won. And they had so many chances to build on, on a lead. And then all of a sudden, the Knicks hit some big shots. And Jalen had a chance and, and you know, learn from the experience. And he went nine for 11 from the line. You're not asking Jalen to be 95% from the line. You're asking him to be 80, right? You're asking him to to get to that 80 threshold because he's going to get fouled a lot. You don't need him at 71 because that's kind of shaky, you know, one of those, you know, because occasionally he's going to miss one. But I thought it was good to come back from Jalen. I thought Tatum was okay. I think they defended him well. I mean, Tatum was not... Great at all, or whatever. But I thought Brown carried them the victory.
1: Hey everyone, this is Quani Lunis from the A List Podcast. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from NFL playoffs to pro and college basketball, UFC, MMA, and more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online with live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. BetOnline is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Head to our website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use the promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards. BetOnline.ag, where the games start. All right, we'll get into Tatum a little bit more in just a second. But before we do that, I want to talk about our good partner, our good teammate. Indeed, no one has a business like yours with all its strengths and challenges. To 16th, you're going to need a hiring partner that adapts to your needs. You need Indeed. Indeed is a hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. So instead of spending hours on multiple job sites, searching for the candidate with the right skills for the job that you have open, Indeed is a powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. With their instant match tool, which is pretty cool, over 80% of employers get quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. Indeed makes it so easy to hire, it takes about 10 minutes or less for most, most small business employers to post a job, according to Indeed's recent data. When you sponsor a job Indeed on Indeed, the post is actually three times more likely to get a hire That's specifically in the United States, but that's already good odds if you're looking to get the best person for the job immediately. Even better, Indeed is the only job site where you pay for applications that meet your must have requirements. So get rid of all the clutter. You're solely focusing on people that are qualified for your job. If that sounds like the most ideal way for you to hire, you can start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash A-List. Offer good for a limited time. Once again, you can claim that $75 credit. That's a good deal. Now at Indeed.com slash A-List. Indeed.com slash A-List. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. So we skipped completely over the Knicks game because we wanted to start with some positivity. But I do want to see what your perspective was on Tatum's performance, not only in the Lakers game where he didn't necessarily shine as much as he could have, but in that Knicks game as well.
0: Yeah, I thought he struggled against the So these are obviously a little slump, especially three-point slump. He's just got to break out of it. They're going to start, they're going to start defending him. Obviously, he's a very Potent store, one of the top scorers in the league, and he's going to get defended differently. So I'm looking at his game log. Twenty, you know, uh, he was good against the Knicks. I thought, okay, you know, twelve for 26, 35 points, um, and, and, and nine for twenty seven And that win against the Warriors. Nine for 18, nine for nineteen. Uh, he's 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 thirty three point three percent from three in January. You'd like to see him? Sorry, thirty four point one. 34.1 and in, in December, 33.3. So his three point shot is not where you'd like it to be, but he's getting to the free throw line, double digit free throws in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games this month. Um, and you like to see him score a little bit more efficiently at the rim. But I thought, you know, I thought he was okay against the Knicks, you know, the, the step back, uh, they could have won it, you know, rimmed out. I thought that his, uh, he tried to maybe do a little too much one-on-one in overtime, where they could have they needed one buck. I was a frustrated thing with a Celtic fan. Like they were up 115, 110. I think they had a couple of chances to make it seven, and then they didn't. And then here comes Julius Randle with like a, a three. And then all of a sudden it was all bets were off. It was a yeah. two-point game. And so for me, I thought he's I thought he was solid against a nigga. I i, I I said he was very good. I thought he look again. He was okay. He was solid. 12 for 26, 35 points. I would see 14 boards, four assists. Uh, He warmed up a lot in the second half. Um, But I think he's got to, you'd like to see him be better at the three-point line. That's that's what I think his next step is because he's struggling. If you look at some of the games recently, two for 10 against Brooklyn from three, four for 14 at Charlotte, four for 13 against the Warriors. Uh, two for seven against the Knicks, three for ten against the Lakers. So he's having some subpar games. Thirty-four point one. You want to see Jason Tatum at near forty percent from three? That makes him a very dangerous player, or even more dangerous than he already is. If he can shoot near forty, right? That's what you want. You don't want him in, languishing in the 34 percent. That's not. That's that. That's a, that's a solid. I mean, that's a okay three-point shooter, right? 34 is okay. That's not great, um, but that's not exceptional at all. You want to see Jason hit those threes, and I think what he tries to do is get himself going early from three, and he takes a lot of early threes. You you like to see him get himself going, and when he's on from three, he's unstoppable. You know, yeah. um, But I think also, he's got to attack the rim, get to the free throw line. So I think, I said, I think he's in a little mini slump just in my opinion, in terms of his efficiency. Um, but, you know, he's one game from breaking out of it. He's always that next game from breaking out of it. And I'd like to see, and I don't know if it's anything mechanical, if it's, you know, obviously he's got the issues with his wrist and his ring finger, whether with uh, in some of the, you know, hand issues in terms of his, of his shot, does that have anything to do with it? But I'd like to see him a little bit more efficient from the three-point line. I think if that... It, that opens up everything for the Celtics.
1: I mean, obviously you don't know the actual answer to this, but what do you think is a, a possible solution to a slump like the one he's in right now? He's
0: just got to shoot his way out of it, get to the free throw line, see the ball go down early, and also take advantage of some matchups. Pass the ball when you're doubled. I thought that Miami game, obviously, he tried to, tried to do a little too much, and I think there's a, there's a little too much uh, at times with Tatum, that he's doing a little too much. I think some of the Knicks, part of the Knicks game was doing a little too much. Um, don't take on three defenders. Make it easy on yourself. Pass right. the ball. Get
1: that, you got teammates. You, know, you got coworkers. Yeah, get
0: those assist numbers up. Pass to Derek in the corner. Malcolm mm-hmm. on the wing. Lob it to Rob. You know, like, make it easy on yourself. That will open up things down the road. You know, if it's Jalen's night, hey, divert to Jalen. Yeah, you know, make him not? stop Jalen. Take a break. <laughs> yeah, because Jalen will get at those times where it's like, oh, no, no, give me the ball. I got this. And and I think Tatum is the right. I don't think he's like, oh, well, I need to shoot too. Um, but I think he likes to shoot. I think he, he likes to score. He but I think he understands when it's Jalen's night. And I think all those things will make him more, the game open up for him. I don't think he's pressing. I just think the three-point shot isn't, what i'd like is i think i think he wants to be that kind of a uh you know like a premium three point shooter maybe not a steph but 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 a guy who's like oh oh you can't leave him alone and i look at his his total season three point numbers and he's at 35% this year last year 35.3 two years ago 38.6 three years ago 40.3 and obviously remember that great rookie year he was 43.4 so Tatum is capable and he's taking a career high, 9.3, three pointers a game, right? He's 87% from the line. So that's fine. He's shooting uh, 46.5% from the field. So he's better at two um, than probably throughout uh, to, to, uh, any point of his career. He's probably better from the two because that's uh, the second best of his career so far. Percentage rise, 46.5 this year, obviously career high, 31.1 points. Uh, career best season. So he's doing well. 35% from the three is not a bad number, but you won't like to see it in, in the last 30 games. If he can try to push it up to 37, 38 and, and, and get that. If not, um, you know, 38.6 a couple of years ago, that was good, 40.3. So he's capable. Um, so we'll see what happens in the second half, whether he can create better open looks.
1: You made a really good point. I think all of the skills that he learned during the slump as well are helping carve out his leadership skills too, because you do have to be able to trust your teammates. I know earlier in the season, even last year, when Marcus had to call everyone out, it was one of those situations where they didn't know who to give the ball, but now they're realizing that with Malcolm on the coming strong off the bench, there is a little more depth than they've had in the past. And I think that makes for a roster where you can alleviate Tatum on nights like that, where he doesn't feel as though they can't win without him, which Reason in an ideal world should never be the case, but obviously. yeah, you
0: like to, you need him, but I <laughs> don't want him to have to carry you every night. And, right. and I said, and there are going to be nights where he does carry you, and you know, he is just brilliant. And there's going to be nights where he needs his teammates. Mm-hmm. And I think most of the time, he's going to need his teammates. These teams are going to play in different, they're going to trap him, get the ball out of his hands, mm-hmm. they're going to make either Jalen or someone else because they don't want to say, Well, we let Tatum score 50, 51 against this. Um, so I just think I said the only thing I think he needs to do I said is get the three point down and make make it better for his teammates. But I think his assists are fine. He's he's rebounding better, uh, the best he ever has in his career. So uh, I think he's had a complete season.
1: So I do want to talk about we talked about the main characters Jason Jalen. I want to hear your perspective now on the coaching of the last two games. How have you seen Bazoula grow, if at all? And also a quick shout out to him because he is now going to be the coach of him and his staff are going to be coaching team Giannis and NBA mm-hmm. all Star. So he's joining Tatum and maybe Brown in the game. Wait, so is Brown not in? I'm kind of confused about the all-star voting. No, they got to vote. The, the, the coaches
0: <laughs> vote the reserves.
1: Oh, Okay. Okay. So we're so still. It waiting. has been announced. I think
0: that's going to be next Thursday. I want to say. I think next Thursday is when. Um. Um. I'm, I'm, don't don't put a gun on me. Don't quote, okay, don't quote my, him. But. Yeah. Don't quote. But I think it's <laughs> next look. Thursday. Okay. Is okay. where the reserves are all announced. Okay. Um. And the head coaches vote for the reserves. I don't think you can vote for your own player. So okay. obviously, Missoula <laughs> can't. You know give, give him a, a nudge in there, but yeah, the, the, the rest of the um, reserves are what about right. coach. February
1: 2nd, February 2nd, 7 p.m. So that's Tuesday. I'm
0: sorry, that's Thursday. My fault. Not Thursday. That. You right. You said Thursday, though. No, I said, said next said Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. You say which? Yeah, Thursday. Yeah, don't, folks, don't, don't hold me February 9th, February 2nd. So They're going to find Tuesday night, you on Twitter. The t- pre-game
1: TNT, uh, <laughs> they will announce yeah, okay. the reserves. Okay, that makes sense because I know this year they're doing a live draft process during the All-Star game. It's a lot. They're so extra.
0: (laughs) It's like, I just think they need to go back to East to West, but if the young folks like the whole drafting and, you know, know team captains and all that, LeBron is definitely
1: picking Tatum first. Mark my words, go to bed online. I'm pretty sure LeBron's going to pick Tatum first. because he's. so? I, I could see that. Oh, no, no, sorry. He doesn't need to draft Tatum no, he actually does draft his starters, right? He
0: does. He drafts. Yeah, I think he's take first. going to take the
1: first. They have to draft the starters that. first.
0: They have to draft the starters first, but uh-huh. yeah. So, yeah, you. it will be, you know, there's That's obviously you kids, for your old schoolers. There's no east more Eastern or Western conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know who is going to coach. I think Mike Malone from Denver has got the edge to coach okay. uh, team. For LeBron. LeBron. But, yeah. Does,
1: is that voted upon by the players?
0: The coach is the yeah. number, the wins. You got to have a certain number of
1: oh, Whoever leads the conference. And you can't,
0: the reason Missoula totally got it. you, and you can't coach it two years in a row.
1: Okay, that, so, that explained it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I never you know, dove into the all-star rule book, clearly. Yeah, yeah. So You can't coach there. two years in a
0: row. So, and, and obviously the Celtics, by the certain day, mm-hmm. I think it was February, I think it was honestly February 2nd or something. Mm-hmm. By that day, have really wasn't going to be able to catch them with their loss at all uh, to Orlando. So uh, I think Mike Malone, has pretty much got it, got it clink. So we're going to have a Mike Malone, Missoula matchup.
1: I know NBA legends are rolling in their grave. Like you said about the, it not being East versus West anymore. And now players are drafting their opponents. Like why is a Laker potentially drafting a Celtic?
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's a little different. I think they just, I think it would be fine for them to go back to East West. I think the competition level kind of declined, and the, the nah, league has been looking for ways to get because people spice it up. Yeah, and it became more of a you know, like they used the the what's it called the ending, the fourth quarter, the uh, and I'm sure the readers will know mm-hmm. the ending where you you put a score on it, and you just get to that score as opposed to a timed. Uh, oh, quarter uh, the yeah. Elam ending, the Elam ending. Yeah. Um, is now being used, and I think it is it, it trying to get the game more competitive. I think back in back in the day, back in the eighties <laughs> and the nineties, um, it was a competitive game. They did play, you know, they they went at each other. They did the whole showcase and showboating, but then when they got to the second half, they were running half court offense and setting picks and all that. This and then as the game, I think the days the years wore on, it got more like okay, third quarter, fourth quarter, then the fourth quarter, then all of a sudden they got serious the last six minutes, then they got serious the last three minutes, then the sudden one of them a couple of games they never got serious. And people were like, This this is Why am I watching? You know, 171, 150, whoopee doo. So <laughs> bad, right? you know, it, it, yeah. so I think they wanted a little bit more competition. You know, a little bit more of these guys going at each other a little bit,
1: mm-hmm.
0: as opposed to just you know throwing alley. Oh, please dunk
1: on me! We not, we're never getting any defense though. That's yeah, yeah. Right. Please dunk on me. You know,
0: oh,
1: <laughs> oh, that's great! Hey, <laughs> right <laughs> under <laughs> the <rim. laughs> right. Like, Let's stop that. So, okay, uh, back so, to my original question. I just got on the tangent. Who from the Knicks loss and the win against the the Lakers? Zola. Oh yeah,
0: Missoula. Yeah. Missoula, I I I, said, I thought I think some of his lineups are always unusual or different, unusual. Um, I think he's doing the best he can. obviously no Marcus, no Robert Williams uh against the Lakers. He tweaked his ankle against the Knicks. You know, you can I think he's I think he's fine. I don't I don't have a real problem. You know, people talk a lot about the timeouts and especially in Miami and not calling one. I think he's doing, I think he's better at that. I don't know if he was bad, but I think he started to call at times more conventional timeouts because I think he realizes, hey, I got to stop the tie here. Mm -hmm. I can't let these guys play through certain things. So I think he's fine in that situation. I think, I think the team, I don't have a real issue at all. I think he's done a good job this year. I think he's got done a good job recently. And there's some, just, there's some limitations, you know, um, with, with some of the guys, I think that when we can, we can pivot to this, like, I think they're going to start I think they're going to have to start looking for some more help. And, mm-hmm. uh, as what Bruce Beck said on the Celtics, uh, pregame show, like this is the year, let's go for it. So I think if you're the Celtics, you like, you need some reinforcements. So I think there's two things here. There's two guys I'm looking at. Like, I think the Cornette minutes are getting a little too much. I, you know, I think Cornet's is worked hard. He's a it's a great story. He's he's playing hard, but I think he's very uncomfortable scoring at the rim, like playing that Robert role where it's like, hey, hey, Luke, dunk on this guy, you know, ram it down his throat. And he does he doesn't, he's not a real aggressive like boom, you know, even though he's a seven footer, some seven, you know, he'd rather pass it out, right? Or he'd rather pause, look, and then try a little jump hook. Like they need a. They need to me. They need more of a dog. If you're gonna play a role,
1: you're then, it, yeah. Yeah, just a
0: dude who's gonna go in there and just like, you know, dunk, dunk, dunk a dude's face into the basket, like just really take advantage of the fact that he's gonna be left alone because of all the other weapons. And I think Luke has tried. You know, he's gotten better. I think he's he's had a solid year. I think he's been a surprise. But I also saw there's a lot of Luke against the Lakers and Knicks, obviously the Lakers without Robert Williams and opportunities for him to score at the rim that he passed up and they need a more aggressive bid. Um, I also think you've got to figure out whether Sam Hauser is a guy who can help you down the stretch. I think Sam has um, not had a good two months. I think he's, he got off to a great start that first five, six weeks of the season through, through November. He was great. But if I look at, let me look at his numbers, Kwani, because we always like to look at the numbers. Well, the
1: numbers, numbers we'll look never. At the numbers are Sam how. I don't know if that's a copyright. Numbers never lie. <laughs> that old show. Yeah,
0: but, but <laughs> let's look at the n- numbers here if I can find it and see here. But I know he has struggled mightily from the three-point line, and I want to say, hold on here, let me get. He's trying numbers. to get the
1: facts correct. Yes. Hold on. <laughs> Real quick here, let me see how there's a Cornette story for later. Okay, oh wow, it's not bad, it's just good. Okay, (laughs) so
0: Hauser from the three point line in November, Mm -hmm. okay, October for a little six game stretch, he was 55.6. Okay, you're not going to expect to keep that up, November. He was forty six point two percent. Okay, that that's a very good. Mm-hmm. December twenty eight point three percent. January thirty one point four percent. Oh wow! So that's a roller coaster. Yeah, he is struggling in the last twenty seven games. About thirty percent from three, and that's just if you, you got to have him. If he's going to be on the floor, you got to have him. He's trying to do little things but you got to have him hitting shots. And the question is, can you, can he help you uh, down the road and into the playoffs, or do you need another shooter to maybe take his place um, or take his minutes? You know, can you rely on Sam House? I'm not so sure right now because he's got an open looks. Most of the looks he gets are open and they're trying to get him going. And it's just, it's been, oh miss. You know, like, and like I said, like, I mean, Miami game, they really needed him. He didn't score in 26 minutes. He was 0 for five from three. Um, you know, he didn't take a three. He had only he only played 13 minutes on in the combined two games against the Lakers and the Knicks. He hit two threes against the, the Knicks, uh, did not take a shot against the Lakers. But if you look at some of his numbers, you know, he really is tailed off. Like he had three, three, threes against Orlando, but in the previous probably 10, 10, 12 games, he did not hit more than he had two three-pointers once. And that, that was that like Oklahoma city debacle, you know, oh for one, 0 for two, 0 for one, 0 for two, one for one, one for two, one for three, two for six, one, like one for four, one for four. Like he needs to get going. Okay. And the question and his minutes have decreased. He played 11.8 minutes uh, in January. He, p- he played 19 minutes in November. Oh, so, wow. yeah. his his minutes are suffering. Mm-hmm. They're pay- playing more Peyton Pritchard. So, I think the Celtics need to decide Wilder. Yeah, is this got? can we, do we need to get another shooter? Mm-hmm. A wing who can shoot? Or is it just a slump or is this who he is at this point? Is it is it kind of not ready for the moment? Is it a it little, a little of the experience? Yeah. Like yeah. what? What is it that is? It, what's going on here? Um, so for for me, uh, I think they've got to decide on backup center and with Luke and you know because I think we've we kind of realized now Blake's not going to be that guy, right? Like they're going to save Blake for certain stretches when they need him, but I think that they've they kind of understood early in the season that we can't run Blake out there, like, you know, like 20, 15, 18 minutes a game. Like, I don't think his body can handle that anymore. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll see if Blake, you know, plays if this is his last season or how that goes with Blake's career. Cause he's a great, has had a great career, but kind of real derailed a little bit by injuries. But I think they've realized, okay, Blake, isn't that third center. Lee is gone. So what do you do for that position? And what do you do for a wing position with Hauser? Because you got to have Hauser in the game. If he is in the game, you got to have him hit shots. If not, like I think as Joe is showing, he's not going to play much. He didn't play much against the Lakers. Um, you know, Joe stuck. That's the one thing about Joe. The only thing you say is, is he going to wear these guys out too with heavy minutes? Like, you know, you got to spread the wealth. You can't run Jason 45 minutes, 44 minutes. Jalen, 41 minutes, like you've got to start spreading the wealth a little bit, but you also want to win games. If guys are not doing a job out there, what do you do?
1: So while the Celtics are figuring that out, I want our viewers and listeners to think about this. How much money do you think you're wasting on subscriptions? Sherrod's talked about Rocket Money, formerly known as True Bill, and I use it as well. It's basically an app that helps you figure out what you're spending your money on, whether it be subscriptions that you haven't used, or just maybe you spend too much money on food like I do, and you need to figure out how to budget properly. January is done. It's out of the picture, but you can still refresh and restart. 80% of people say they have subscriptions that they forgot about. And maybe for you, that could be Amazon Prime, Hulu, whatever the case may be. Whether or not you're struggling and just need to figure out what you know what you're doing financially, Rocket Money, formerly known as True Bill, is your solution. Do you know that? how much your subscription actually costs. Americans think they spend around $80 a month on subscription when the actual total is closer to $200. Again, that should be all of the reason that you need to go to Rocket Money. The app shows you all the subscriptions in one place and they cancel whatever things that you say you don't want to be using anymore. Rocket Money can even find subscriptions you didn't even know you were paying for, and you can find out that you might have been double charged for a subscription as well. Overall, this is clearly the best app when it comes to budgeting properly, saving money. You can restart your new year in February and really get your money back on track. So get rid of those useless subscriptions with Rocket Money right now. Go to rocketmoney.com slash A-list. Seriously, clearly it can save you hundreds of dollars per year. That's rocketmoney.com slash A list. Cancel your unnecessary subscriptions right now at rocketmoney.com slash A list. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment.
0: That is a harsh lesson in business.
1: Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't
0: want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so
1: many more doors. The show is called
0: The The Deal. deal.
1: Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. So before we close out, let's quickly look to this next matchup that the Celtics are facing this week. What are you looking for? Durant's out in that game. Simmons is out. But the Nets have been looking pretty good. So. What do you t- What is your quick assumption as to what will go down?
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it's gonna be still be a tough game. Kyrie's gonna have a you know wanna make a point. He's been tremendous. You don't the, let Lucky know. Uh, yeah, the the, the um uh, uh, yeah, yeah, you gotta be for lucky. Um <laughs> it's a tremendous, he's been tremendous, although they've been four and six, and now no TJ Warren or uh obviously Durant or Simmons. So shorthanded, but their injury you know, list is long. Yeah, Nick mm-hmm. Claxton's played well. The, Net, the Nets are good. They got talent, you know. Royce yeah. O'Neal, Joe Harris, Seth Curry, uh, Watanabe, the the, the the Japanese kind of sensation. The guys played really well this year for them, though. so they got talent. So I think a very tough game, but it's something they have. They should win. Obviously, without Simmons, uh, they they have the talent to win. They should. They they rolled them both times in Brooklyn. So I think you know coming off a couple of days rest. I think they should be ready. The Phoenix game. I'm, you know, I think Devin Booker could be back. Obviously he wouldn't probably play long minutes or be back. Cause he hasn't made an appearance yet, but it's a possibility, but another championship team in terms of the, the medal going to the finals, Deandre Aiden, Chris Paul's back. Mikael Bridges, Cam Johnson didn't play that first meeting. The Celtics really kicked their butts in Phoenix. So they're going to have something to say. So, if you're the Celtic, like two tricky games, two get two teams. You can't take anybody for granted in this league. We just saw Orlando beat up beat Philadelphia, Detroit won at Brooklyn last week. Like some of these teams that you think, oh, they're injured, oh, we got this. Like they'll come and invite you. The Celtics have yeah. learned that the hard way, so they got to be prepared. Two tough uh, games, no gimmies. And I said Phoenix coming in, going to play hard. Um, you know, on a on a on an East Coast trip for them. So I think two very. Tough games, and then I think I think you got a Detroit coming up after that. I think it's Charlotte. They
1: sleep on that either. Like yeah, right. you can't sleep.
0: Know. Like you want to make it. I know the All Star break's coming up. I know the guys are getting that itis and want to literally like they want to take a break. They want to go to Maui or or you know whatever they do, Cancun for for four or five days. And Cabo, you, and take me. Yeah, Cabo, <laughs> unwind. Somewhere. Warm. Go somewhere, get somewhere. But if I'm the Celtics, finish this part out. Feel good about yourself. With the All Star break. But get to the end. So, two difficult games. I think I don't think you take any of these teams lightly.
1: I'm with you on that one. My story about Luke Cornette was not, it's not that big of a story, but it's funny. So, on Friday, the Celtics had me judge media. I was a media judge for their Fit for Fun, Fit to Win event. I'm just making them fit to win. It's their partnership on just helping kids learn how to properly nourish themselves. So, each kid, it was about 40 kids there, they each were grouped up on a team. And they had to make the best tasting smoothie. And I got to judge that. Thankfully, these kids didn't poison me because I was definitely concerned. But (laughs) Luke Cornett was one of the judges. Leon Poe was one of the judges as well. I mean, sorry, the team leaders, uh, group leaders. And then they had like two other... Three other Celtics employees that were uh, like coaches as well. So they coached their teams. You got Leon Poe trying to blackmail me talking about, yeah, you know, just make sure that this smoothie wins. <laughs> Luke Cornett was so salty. And I feel bad because this smoothie, the presentation of his team's smoothie. Mind you, they had like five, like six through nine-year-olds trying to get them all together to focus on making this smoothie. The kids are running around not paying attention. They put a piece of spinach in it to like add a little garnish, which I thought was a really cute touch because no one else did that. But the team that was called the Celtics, they actually ended up winning. They got to pick their team names as well. So sh- sorry to Luke Cornett. I-, I interviewed him afterwards just to get some sound. And he was like, yeah, you know, we thought the, g- the the judges would appreciate the garnish, but clearly that wasn't enough for them. But he threw a little shade in there. I'm sorry to the current and former Celtics that... Uh, Disappointed. was oh, too bad. <laughs> it was so funny. They really try. It's funny to see athletes out of basketball though, because you realize that competition is everywhere. It was just a smooth. Yeah, process. they, 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 and, yeah, they were like, "No, nah, I'm trying to win." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Leon is never gonna talk to me again. He would definitely. Oh, give me I know. I and all that. He yeah. was like, you, I'm watch my
0: your man, back, my man, my, my, my cow guy, UC Berkeley guy, Leon. Yeah. Come on, don't do <laughs> my man like that."
1: I'm move. sorry. I, you know, it, just this better better smoothie one. Uh, <laughs> but do you have good. anything
0: coming up this week? Uh, no, nah, the same, the same uh, Celtics is keeping me busy. I will be in Detroit for that game on uh, Monday. So looking forward to that. Uh, but yeah, just a lot of action. Um, and I'll give you guys, obviously now it's a whole, could be a whole contingent going to the All-Star game with Jason, maybe Jalen, and now Missoula and the whole coaching staff. So the whole crew is going on, mm-hmm. going to Utah. So I'll be there for that too. So I'm looking forward to that. We'll give you guys the best coverage.
1: Make sure you follow Gary Washburn, Boston Globe. Make sure you're reading, subscribing, doing all the things to support him. Of course, make sure you're supporting Sherrod as well. For a Sherrod, couldn't be with us today. Gary Washburn, I'm Kwani Lunas. This is the A-List Podcast. Thank you so much for listening.